The recent bank failure, along with wild swings in the market and rising interest rates, have many pre-retirees and retirees running for the hills. Come on back down. Today, we'll cut through the noise and calm the fears. And now, the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show with Brooklyn Chandler Willard. Hey, welcome in, everybody. This is the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show with Brooklyn Chandler Willie. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Brooklyn is president and CEO of Texas Financial Advisory right here in San Antonio, a registered investment advisor, an independent fiduciary, got a great team. TexasFinancialAdvisory.com is the website. Go check that out. And uh, hey, Brooklyn, what's new? Hey, Steve. Well, I mean... Seems like every week there's something new. <laughs> something. Well, yeah, this week we'll start talking about the bank failure because uh, everybody's talking about that. And But what I'm hearing, though, and, I, and I'm sure you are, too, from, from clients is, you know, is this going to affect me? Right. And, and I mean, again, because it's, yeah. And, and so, what, so what happened? I mean, can you just break it down in real simple terms? So in simple terms, it was a run on the bank, right? Yeah. Um, and and you've got to understand what kind of bank this is. This is a business bank, and they're not necessarily, they don't have consumer banking like what most people are familiar with. And, right. And so um, even though it is a bank, it's just a different type of bank, right? And um, a bank is only required to keep, 25% of all cash deposits on hand. And so even though you go make a deposit at the bank, that doesn't mean the money's staying there, just all safe and sound. Um, they take that money and they they invest it. So they're investing in things that you don't have the opportunity to do. Um, and they, of course, of course, loan that money. A bank can loan your money nine times over. So if you've got $100,000 sitting in a CD at the bank, and you are all fat and happy that you're making 3% right now or 5%, you know, for the year. Sure. And, you know, that makes it seems like, oh, that's so much money on my $100,000. Well, they've taken your 100000 and they've made $900,000 of loans that are billing out in an amortized schedule, you know, to the lenders so that they're getting primarily interest first from those deposit or from those payments and very little principal, right? We all know like if you go borrow money from a bank for a mortgage and you start making that mortgage payment back, it's not just, you know, primarily principal for the first nine years. It's primarily interest. Sure. They get the interest up front. And so this is basic math, but I think that a lot of people don't understand how it all works. And so um, they think, Oh, the bank is making money off my $15 fee to do a wire or my, you know, $15 maintenance fee. That's not like, if anything, that's not making them a lot of money. <laughs> right. Of course. Well, I mean, again, to me, this sounds just like, uh, just like a movie we watch every Christmas, right? From A Wonderful Life. He's just describing the scene. I was just talking to old man Potter and he's guaranteed cash payments to the bank. The bank's going to reopen next week. But George, I got my money here. Did he guarantee this place? I'll take mine now. No, but you're... You're, you're thinking of this place all wrong as if I had the money back in a safe. The, the money's not here. Right? Isn't that what the you just said? money's not here. You, exactly. That's what you just said. <laughs> and, and, you know, what, what happened was when this big demand came for their cash out, um, the banks then had to go liquidate those investments that they had turned around and, you know, thought they would have 
plenty of time, right, on their mm -hmm. side. So they, they had to liquidate those investments, which a lot of those investments are actually bonds that they had bought, you know, a year or so ago before the interest rates started going up. So they lost money. You know, people think, oh, I can't lose money on a bond. Well, yes, you can. <laughs> when interest <laughs> rates rise, bonds lose. So, um, I mean, I'm having a flashback to finance, you know, in, in college where my brain would like swell. Um, <laughs> and, and people think, oh, well, you're, you, you have a financial firm. Well, finance is very different than the wealth advisory, what we do here. But, um, you know, these are all basic, uh, you, you know, again, basic parts of finance that we are seeing in real life. It's not a movie anymore. No, it's no, it's the, it's the real deal. <laughs> yeah. And but again, so just, you know, going on with that, um, we you just kind of explained how it is we got there because they, you know, these investors wanted their money back. And again, like you said, too, it was a lot of um, a lot of big investors, you know, um, like hedge fund kind of guys. Right. That's what that's yeah. what they were. And you know, crypto deposits. Oh, and, that's right. Um, so, and I mean, I almost, I hate saying that word because now compliance is going to come run in with this very long disclaimer yeah. because I said the crypto word, but, um, you know, again, this is a very different banking system than just the, you know, average having a checking and savings account at Frost or, or at Wells Fargo or Chase. It's just sure. a very different banking system. And, you know, again, there was also a, a trigger as far as stock sold off of that bank. And so, you know, these business bankers that are, are you know, uh, customers of the bank, they're watching that. And they're seeing that a huge amount of stock is being sold off. So that triggered this panic. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I, I know that there's tons of JP Morgan Chase stocks sold, I mean, even in our portfolios on a daily basis, but that doesn't trigger a big run on, on Chase. Sure. Right? Sure. Well, so it, it's just a, it's a complicated matter. I think what, what really, what I hope that people come out of this because we all get, um, it, we, we get amnesia when things happen, like people forget how hard 2008 and 2009 was and whenever we're in the good times and the market's going great and i'm like well it's great now but don't you remember it can change on us and they're like oh well it's you know yeah i know i can lose some money you can go down in the market but you know we don't want to take anything for granted right right and so i, I mean i remember back when i first started this company back in 2008 i i did have a client that had moved to uh, New Braunfels from California, and they had money in a California bank that was a normal consumer bank, and it went under. And I mean, that was 2008, 2009. And um, fortunately, he did have the FDIC insurance. And it, that was actually back when the FDIC insurance was only at um, FDIC insurance was only at 100,000. Um, it took a while to get the, the money back out of it. And, of course. Um, you know, yes, there the limit is there. That's two hundred fifty thousand dollars per depositor, per institution, per ownership category. So, it, it, you know, yes, it'll cover it. And now I know the government's coming in and saying they're going to cover everything. That scares me. Well, yeah, I mean that's the thing. Have they set a precedent now? Yeah, I mean that that definitely is a cause. That's more of a cause for concern for me in the fact that. I mean, they're just going to print money again. I mean, look at where we are today with inflation because of printing money for the, the PPPs and the, 
you know, economic disaster relief and all yep. of those things. That all of those. Let's hear from uh, chief strategist at Piper Sander. Its name is Michael Kentoritz, and uh, he's just kind of got a thoughts on, all right, so what happens to the Fed now? They're going to keep raising rates? The lag defects of all of these policy tightenings from central banks, from commercial banks, and from inflation create the conditions for problems to happen. And so I think, you know, this is one of several problems that we're going to be seeing down the road. Most of these are due to higher interest rates. Historically, problems arise, the big problems arise when job losses occur, which unfortunately is a typical byproduct of the lagged impact of, of higher rates. So, you know, our message to investors has been for quite some time now to be quite defensive and conservative uh, and that we're, we still believe we're in a bear market and investors shouldn't get too complacent on this idea that the economy is anywhere near recovering on a global basis. Well, there you go. <laughs> he kind of summed it up there, didn't he? Yeah. Um, I mean, complacency is, it, I see it all the time. You know, I, I think that um, people get comfortable and it's uncomfortable to make a move, right? To make a change or especially when things are good, Right. And and we haven't been in a place of good for a while. Let's just be real. If we think back what we've gone through over the last two and a half, three years, it's one for the record books. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. um, it's interesting because I've got young kids. Right. And I think about the stuff that they're going through and this is their normal. And it's going to be in the history books in the future that their kids are going to be reading about this or. Well, I guess we don't, they don't even read books anymore in the. <laughs> It's cool. <laughs> Good exactly. grief. Yeah. What can we take away from this, Brooklyn? I mean, is the lesson that, to me anyway, I think it is, uh, the lesson is get with an independent fiduciary advisor who's got a handle on these things, who can, you know, like you said at the beginning, calm the fears. Well, and again, this situation that we're talking about is very different than what the average consumer would ever experience. Of I'm course. not saying it could never happen. But it's interesting, people think cash is safe, that their money's safe at the bank. Well, it, you know, I mean, yes, it's somewhat safe, but you're really losing your money safely because it's not doing anything for you. Let's go ahead and invite folks to call Brooklyn to come on in and maybe, uh, you know, walk them through the process. Right. And, and, you know, really what we're talking about is more of like a second opinion to come in and, um, you know, look at what you're doing to see, is there a better way of doing things? Is there, is there slight tweaks that we can make? On the other hand, is there some um, some big moves that we have to make? Are there some switching total investment strategy, right? The way you invested while you were working may not work while you're retired. And so it's just an educational process. We do this radio show week after week, which, you know, hopefully brings you value and and you're able to learn about our firm. Um, you know, the biggest benefit is that we work directly for cl for clients as your fiduciary. We are not owned by a investment bank or a um, insurance company or a mutual fund. So we are focused on the plan. And then from there, the plan dictates what the investment tools need to be. It's just a different way of doing things than most people are accustomed to. So if you'd like that opportunity to see what that looks like, how it would benefit you, reach out to us here at the show. You can reach us a few different ways. You can call us 844-832-7469. You could text the word WEALTH, W-E-A-L-T-H, to that same number, 844-TFA-SHOW. Um, or you can go to the website, texasfinancialadvisory.com and book a, a call through the website if you don't know your calendar right now, texasfinancialadvisory.com. 
Sounds great, Brooklyn. Folks, uh, go ahead and make that call right now. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come right back and pick up the conversation here on the Texas Financial Advisor Radio Show with Brooklyn Chandler Willie. Do this, don't do that, but whatever you do, plan. Retirement is all about the plan, and without one, you could face some serious regrets. We've targeted some of the biggest retirement mistakes and offer some tips. are back on the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show. I'm consumer advocate Steve Sarah. Brooklyn Chandler Willie is here. Brooklyn, of course, the president and CEO of Texas Financial Advisory and so much more. And, you know, you probably are, well, I know you're way younger than I am. So you probably, when you said do this, don't do that, my next line, of course, is can't you read mm-hmm. the signs, right? You remember that? I do remember that. Oh, yeah, 1971. Yeah, the five electrical bit. Anyway, I don't get a chance to use lines like that very often. Well, <laughs> I, I guess it, it goes to show the, the folks I hang out with. I mean, majority of my clients would so, well, fall there in you that go. category. They fall in that category. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that's great. So let's talk regrets. I mean, my guess is on this list, and it's a long one. You know, you've probably heard most of these at one time or another. And, and to, it is, as you said, it's all about the plan. Yeah. And again, some of these regrets that we're looking at here, they're I don't want you to get caught up in them. You know, again, it, it's, I want you to think if, if you hear one of these things that like, well, at least I'm not the only one that feels that way, but really it's about moving on past this because I mean, it is what it is. All we can do is change the you know forward projection of what you do. But, um, you know, I guess one of the first things or regrets I hear people say is uh, I, I didn't know to plan ahead of retirement. I just thought I got to 65, what I have in my 401k, it was going to be enough to get me through retirement. Um, I didn't know that there were strategies when it came to Social Security. I didn't know there were strategies when it came to pension planning. Uh, I, you know, I didn't know I might need life insurance once I'm retired. Right. These are all things that people just, again, hindsight's always twenty twenty, um, And so you've done the best that you can. You've gotten to where you are. And it doesn't mean you quit. You know, we still have to do planning, um, whether you've planned or not. Now, now's the time. Yeah, absolutely. But that's the thing. It's it, when you don't want to. When you don't. When you want. You don't want to realize you've made a mistake if you're already in the midst of retirement. So the idea is to do this. You know, understand these things before you get there. And one of the things that you know, you mentioned life insurance. Uh, that goes to life. Uh, you know, life expectancy. And we always talk about. Um, you know the we're living a lot longer these days. Right, because the advancement of um, you know medicine, right, with all the miracles that have come out of it, which are great. You know, we are curing, curing uh, diseases that people would die from, you know, previously because we've now found these cures. I mean, look at childbirth, right? Oh, I yeah. Mean, like, people would die if, I mean, I've, I've birthed two children, and so I can see how without the abilities, you know, the medical advancements that we have today, how a person could die during childbirth. Exactly. Well, I mean, I go back to my grandmother, and and her sister died in childbirth. Yeah. And and not only her, but the baby, too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, I mean, that would have been in the 1920s. Yeah. So, again, and, I mean, if anything, it just tells you, 
we're not in control. There's something bigger in control of things out there. But, you know, as humans, we have um, very smart people in science that have created ways for us to live a healthier life and live longer. Well, that just means that your retirement savings has to last. And, um, you know, the reality is you, your first 18 years of life, you're in school and then maybe you go on to college and maybe you go on to a, a, you know, an after program, maybe law school or something like that. I don't know. But, you know, point being that first 25 years of your life is, is getting the foundation of your education or trade that you're going to do your career. And then from say 25 to 65, you work and then, you know, that's, you know, 40 years. And then now you could live from 65 to a hundred and not have a paycheck. And that paycheck has to come from the, um, portion of savings that you took out of your paycheck from 25 to 65 and set aside. And that's got to last you because once you, once you quit, you're now voluntarily self-employed to use your retirement savings and be able to stretch that over your lifetime. Then let's throw in things like, um, you know, uh, maybe needing home health care or long-term care, or you have a stroke and you need somebody to help you do stuff around the house or, you know, all those things that, that are costly. If we haven't built that into your plan on a way to pay for it, then you can definitely accelerate the spin down of your of your retirement savings. Sure. And well, one of the ways to make those savings last is diversification in our portfolio. And that is where that's something that you do so well. I mean, you know, as an advisor, that's one of the things you do a lot. Well, it, it's not just about diversification. It's it's diversification of investment tools, but also um, diversification of liquidity. You don't have to have all your money liquid, but you want to have a portion of it liquid. Um, you don't want to have all your money 100% safe, like we were talking about with cash, mm -hmm. because that's not going to keep up with the cost of living. Um, but we don't want to have all our money in the market either. So we talk about the three worlds of investments here at, at Texas Financial Advisory. And you know, the safe world is money that you want to be able to get your hands on emergency are your month-to-month -month expenses and then your middle world or your hybrid world those are investment tools that provide pr protection of principle but has some sort of correlation with the market or real estate or uh, commodities some sort of measuring stick that it can earn interest but it couldn't lose any money and you know there's a lot of options in there things like equity linked uh cds and that's just like the cd at the bank that was going to pay you a floor of say four percent but now it's linked to different stocks and so if those stocks earn interest you get the higher of the floor or the interest earned but you never could lose money i like it the downside to that that hybrid world is there's time commitments associated with them meaning that you've put your money in there for it could be as little as 18 months. It could be as long as 30 years, right? There's lots of different options there. Um, but you are committing to being there. And for that commitment, that's where you're getting the promises and the guarantees. I like it. And <laughs> one of the things that uh, we talk about as well, you know, retiring too early or retiring too late. How often, I mean, is that, is that something you see? I, I don't know. I, I think too early, well, I understand that. Who, who wants to work longer than they have to? 
Well, I think when we talk about retiring prematurely, it's more people that are just so fed up with their job. They're, you know, it's, it's causing them to have health problems. They're in a toxic environment. Um, whereas if they had been in a better work position, they probably would have worked longer, had that much more time to save. So, you know, I, I have seen that happen where people retire and maybe they're only 52. I mean, I've, uh, maybe they're, uh, you know, in their fifties. So you, you have a lot of life ahead of you. So now it's, it's reinventing yourself and trying to find out what's your next career, your next path. And, um, that can be fun, but it can also be scary. So you, you not only have to be financially ready to retire, we also have to be emotionally ready yeah. to retire. Of course. That's a big part of it, too. And that's something I know that you talk about with folks is is that emotional side of things and, and really gearing up for that because you're suddenly, I mean, if you're not working, then you've got to do something, right? Yeah. And, and you've just got to have, got to have um, things to fill your day, right? And because um, wasting away in the recliner is only going to shorten your lifespan. <laughs> and so... Um, we want to make sure that, you know, now you have the time. So let's give back. Let's go, you know, be involved with the charity that you're passionate with. Um, you know, spend time with family, spend time with friends. You don't have to put in a vacation day to do those things. So, um, you know, again, just sitting at home all day and, and that's going to make you sick oh, eventually. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, and obviously we want to avoid that, and and uh, we also have to avoid, uh, you know, inflation. And mm. by by avoid, I mean we have to live with it and and work around it. Sure, and and again, inflation is really, we've been blessed where we live here in in Texas that we've not seen it until as of late, right? And we're seeing it more at the grocery store or. Um, in the consumer goods environment, we've also are seeing it in the real estate world where, um, I mean, prices of real estate are, are crazy uh, for, for houses that, I mean, it just, they've almost doubled in, in their, in, um, the cost of the homes around here. But again, that's, that's could be blamed on a lot of interest in moving to this area from other states and those other states went through the same compression that we're now seeing here because of the mass exodus from say California that mm -hmm. are coming here to Texas. Yes, right. I read that. Every week we kind of clear off our calendar so that we can make time for for new people that would like a second opinion on what they're doing. Try to understand what that TFA financial freedom roadmap looks like because a lot of people have statements, they have you know, projections from their custodians on where their investments are, but they don't really have a plan. And a plan consists of, you know, not just the investment advising, but it's going to include income planning, cash flow planning. Um, how do we take from our accounts and not run out of money? Uh, it's going to include, you know, tax planning. Is there a way to put more money back in your pocket? And we love doing tax savings that we can allocate money for you versus giving it to Uncle Sam. It's going to be healthcare planning. You know, how are you going to pay for healthcare while you're retired? How are you going to pay for home healthcare, long-term care, um, all of those needs? And then there's the estate planning aspect. There's still a hundred percent mortality rate. None of us are getting out of this alive. And so, how do we want things to go to the next generation? Um, whether that's your family or your friends, your loved ones or charities, 
how do we get that in a, a very tax efficient manner that avoids probate as much as possible. So if you'd like the opportunity to explore all of these things, again, there's no cost for that initial consultation, but you do have to raise your hand. We don't know if you're interested unless you raise your hand. The number here is 844-832-7469, or you can visit our website, texasfinancialadvisory.com. Make the call while you're thinking of it, folks. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come right back and continue right here on the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show with Brooklyn Chandler Williams. Every week, we discuss concepts and strategies that you can use to create the retirement of your dreams. Well, when we come back, the advisor puts the consumer advocate. Hey, welcome back. This is the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show with Brooklyn Chandler Willie. I'm Steve Siddall, and this is something that you know, Brooklyn, of course, Texas Financial Advisory, San Antonio is where you are, registered investment advisor, fiduciary, independent. Um, you, I mean, again, you're a, basically you're a small business owner, right? I mean, this is what you No, created. I am a small business owner. Yeah. Not basically, but yeah. yes. <laughs> um, but that's yeah, a major so. undertaking, you know, and, and I mean, I think that that's kind of what makes this country tick, our small businesses like you. Right. And, and it's made me 100% unemployable because I would be a horrible employee. <laughs> horrible. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Um, and because, again, it's, I mean, I don't work just from like nine to five and I'm, you know, maybe gone all day because I'm doing something, but then I'm working all night. And so I saw a sign the other day that was like, entrepreneurship is meaning that you're willing to work for, 80 hours a week without getting paid in order to make money in the long term, right? Right. Um, so, yeah, it, it has been a ride. I mean, I, I, we're, what, going on 15 years or a little over 15 years of doing this. I've been doing and um, had a lot of blessings and had some, you know, skin knees, of course. And, of course. Um, so it, it, it's like I wear multiple hats. It's the investment advisor's one hat, but the business owner is a whole nother hat. Sure. Well, yeah, exactly. And uh, this is something. So you're going to ask me questions. Is that is that right? I, I guess. This All is right. A little game. I guess we're going to play. I think, I think so. So how okay. do we begin here? Um, so I guess I'll ask you the question and you give me the answer. All right. I'll go. OK. See how smart I am. There you go. All right. First question. It's too late to start planning for retirement, Steve. No, never. Never too late. Never too late. That is true. It's never too early. It's never too late. Um, I, it's been interesting to see the, the change of clientele. When I first started this company, um, majority of my clients were already retired. They, you know, had pensions and basically the money they had saved in their 401k was just extra. They didn't really need income from it. They were just wanting to safely grow it. And then fast forward to where we are today. I mean, we have clients as young as two years old, they're not really clients, but you know, right, people sure. opening accounts for two year olds, um, to over a hundred years old. And, um, you know, really it's still a retirement based firm, but it's just where you are in that con in that, that pursuit. So maybe you're in your forties. Well, eventually you're going to retire. So how do we structure your investments to get you? It's kind of a reverse engineer. How much do we need to save to get you to where you you know, can voluntarily be self-employed and retire. And then we have those clients that are preparing for retirement. They're, you know, say three to five years out. And then those that are already retired that are not going to save anymore. They just want to make sure what they have lasts 
and that it, you know, they are able to spend as much as possible, but pass on a legacy to their loved ones. All right. And one of the things that we've talked about before, um, well, okay, I, I'm sorry, I'm supposed to let, let you ask the questions, huh? Oh, okay. You're trying to jump ahead, huh? Yes. <laughs> all right. The next question is the 4% rule is all that you need to follow in retirement to make your money last. Mm, not necessarily. Right. Not always true. And I mean, you've I've certainly learned that from you, that the 4% rule has had its place and it's kind of a starting point, but it isn't necessarily the be all end all. Right. And and so really what we're talking about is cash flow planning. How much can you take from your investments without running out of money? Well, going back to our last segment, we were talking about the three worlds of investments by using all three worlds, the safe world, the hybrid world and the potential world. We're looking at a target of even like six to eight percent cash flow. So if you have a hundred thousand dollars, that's taking out six to eight thousand dollars a year without affecting your principal. So um, you know, four percent is I guess a good way if you're trying to figure out have you saved enough and what you could take out, but that could fail depending on how the investment is how the money is invested. If all that money is in the the risk world and you're taking out four percent you could still run out of money. Sure. And again, that gets into the sequence of returns and, and how to manage all of that. I know. You sound like an expert, not a consumer <laughs> advocate. <laughs> all right. Well, well let's see. Uh, go, let's keep going. All right. So once you're in retirement, you're going to be in a lower tax bracket. Not necessarily. And or let me answer it like an advisor. Mm. That depends. It does depend. <laughs> Very good. You're, you're catching on quick here. Yeah. Um, so the why it depends is every money is taxed differently, right? You mm -hmm. could have some money that's not in a retirement account and you're paying long-term capital gains on it or short-term capital gains. Um, all the money in retirement accounts that you've not paid tax on that you thought, well, this is great. I didn't have to pay tax on it. You do have to pay tax on it when it comes out. And that's at a ordinary income rate, uh, federal tax bracket. Um, Social security, you, you know, that gets added to your income and that possibly could be taxed as well up to 85%. Um, what else? Interest income, dividend income, um, all those things are going to be taxed. Mm -hmm. But let's talk about lifestyle. If you were working and making $150,000 a year and you were living your life, your lifestyle based off $150,000 a year salary, and then now you go to retire, your lifestyle's probably not gonna change too drastically. If anything, you might spend more because you have the time and the freedom to go and do. So if we're pulling money out of accounts to meet your lifestyle, to keep up that $150,000 a year lifestyle, it's gonna be taxed at the same rate as it was when you were working because the odds are the majority of your money's in a retirement account that now is tax at ordinary income. So so you're not going to be paying less in taxes in right. retirement. But again, having a discussion about taxes in retirement is an important part of the process of getting there. Very much so. And, and so a lot of what we do here is tax forward planning, uh, ways to be able to show you how to save money on taxes as you are in retirement. And you know, for some people, it's, it's small savings, but then you know, a lot of our like investors or business owners were definitely able to help put together a tax plan that could save you hundreds of thousand dollars, um, which is, it's different than just tax preparation. You know, we do tax preparation here. You might, I mean, 
it's required to do tax preparation, right? Everybody has to file a tax return. Yes. But tax strategy is not done um, very often. And that's where we, you know, spend a lot of our time. It's kind of my passion. I like doing it because I can see the benefits as a business owner, having that advocate on your side versus just a bookkeeper and a tax preparer. All right, exactly. And um, all right, so we got that one. Let's, I'm just going to take over here and just say, let's talk Social Security. Because mm-hmm. I, I hear so many people, even now, it's not going to be there. And that's not true. It'll always be there in one, yeah. sh- one form or fashion. It's just the rules are going to be, they, they can change them, right? This is, this is a government plan. And so that can, I mean, they could change the retirement age um, of when, when you can draw them. They can change the benefit amount. They could change while we're working, how much we're paying into social security. They could try and amp that up. So there's just a lot of things that are out of your control. And if, if you are banking on social security being your main source of income in retirement, you probably have some bigger fish to fry, mm-hmm. with some bigger problems. But it'll it'll always be there as a program. It's just I don't know what it'll look like for those that are in their 40s right now. Sure. Well, and again, the other thing to keep in mind is that even though you're at full retirement age, if you're still working, that Social Security is still taxable. Right. And so <laughs> you, you paid it as a tax while you were working. And then whenever you take it back out, you have to pay taxes on it. It's, it's definitely... Um, a way for the IRS to have its cake and eat it too. Um, but yeah, so it is it is taxable. The other thing, and I know we're running out of time in this segment, but um, for for folks that are married and when they, if we lose a spouse, if they're going to maintain the same lifestyle as I was talking about earlier, well, now we're in a different tax bracket. We're in a much more strict tax bracket as a single or widowed person. So to maintain that lifestyle, you have to take that much more from the investments because, and then on top of it, you, you lose a social security check, right? So there's just a lot that goes into this that people, you know, until they work with us, they don't really understand it. Now, of course, we have a lot of people that come in here that tried to do it on their own or their advisor didn't help them with these things. And so we're having to fix problems that we didn't cause and, and that's okay, we can do that. So when you're listening to the show today, you know, it's a great way to get education, but we can do so much more when you come in and meet with one of the advisors here at Texas Financial Advisory to really bring you value in a short period of time. So if you'd like that opportunity, there is no cost for that initial consultation. Um, and you're not obligated to work with us. Again, it's just a time to discuss you because right now I'm doing all the talking. I'd rather you talk to me. Um, so give me a call, 844-832-7469. That's 844-TFA-SHOW. You can also text the word WEALTH, W-E-A-L-T-H, to that same number, 844-832-7469. And as always, you can visit the website, texasfinancialadvisory.com. A lot of great information on that website. Indeed, we are going to take a quick break. We're coming back. We've got one more segment here on the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show with Brooklyn Chandler Willie. When we come back, we've got questions. We 
are back on the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show with Brooklyn Chandler Willie. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Having a great conversation today, as always. Brooklyn, you've uh, you've really put together such a great team of folks, and and you visit the website TexasFinancialAdvisory.com. You get a chance to essentially meet the team, uh, the folks that uh, you know really sort of make your operation tick. Yeah, and again, we've got a lot of great people here. It's a balancing act of of growing a company, but still keeping this boutique feel because we value having relationships with our clients. And so um, as much as we do these shows and we, you know, we have the TV show and and we have people calling in for consultations, we want to make sure we keep the culture that we've provided for our existing clients so we don't disrupt that. So, um, you know, I feel like I've got a great team around me. within our advisory spaces and then also our, our back office support. So, um, it, it's for a small company, it's a big operation. <laughs> for a sm- I like that. <laughs> That's a very good uh, description. And, uh, all right, uh, let's uh, jump into some of these questions. Uh, we've got a bunch, so let's start with Arthur in San Antonio. And Arthur says, I'm planning to retire at 62. I have 250000 in savings. I've paid off my rental house with a $1,400 a month rent income. My house that I live in is paid off, too. I'm not sure what to do with my savings. How might a financial advisor help me? What do you recommend? So, I mean, you're in a really great place. Um, I think you've done some, I mean, I applaud you for the decisions you've made so far. So really the next step is kind of taking that $250,000 and multiplying it as far as how do you grow it. Um, you know, a couple of questions I would have that I would ask if you were in person with us, you know, we want to understand, um, how much money do you need each month? Because even though your house is paid off, um, you still have to pay to live and you've got that rental property money coming in. But again, you could have a month where the, it's not always rented, right? Or the tenant moves out or stops paying. So, how much money do we need to live upon? And then that tells us where we want to invest the money, the $250,000. Um, I also want to understand, Arthur, like what is your experience been with investing? And some people have had really bad experiences and we want to understand what happened and you know, what was invested. Did you lose money? Did you make money? Was it just a great deal, bad deal? What have you? Sure. So, um, and there, you know, retiring at 62 is young. I mean, I don't know how old he is right now. He just says, I want to retire at 62. So a lot of follow-up questions here, Arthur, but, you know, good for you. You've, you've done, made some great moves, but we want to help you grow that $250,000 if possible. So give us a call, 844-832-7469. All right. Uh, Edith has uh, reached out and uh, she's from Bernie. Uh, Edith says, I was let go from my job recently and only have two weeks until my final 60 days are up. Now, the 401k provider that my company went through is saying that I can leave my funds there and I will only start getting penalized beginning June 1st, 2023. Now, I'm clueless when it comes to IRA funds and don't really want to cash out my 401k. Any help would be greatly appreciated. That's That's got to be a fairly common sort of wonder what do I do now thing? Yeah. And, it, you know, it's unfortunate that, that you're going through this, Edith, but there's a, a bigger plan for you out there. And, um, you know, we'd be happy to help you navigate this transition. Um, 
whether you have another job lined up or, you know, maybe you want to take a different, different career path. Um, I think what she's referring to is some 401k plans are TSP plans, um, which is a thrift savings plans, uh, mainly military, you know, have that or civilian military. Um, they allow for you to take a withdrawal from your, like a hardship withdrawal from the retirement accounts under the age of 59 and a half. Um, and not have to pay the 10% penalty. But once you move it to a self-directed IRA and you're under 59 and a half, if you take any disbursement from it, unless it falls with one of the four exemptions that the IRS allows for, you end up paying a you know tax on the disbursement plus a 10% penalty. So there are other ways to set up your accounts to be able to have um, advanced permission from the IRS that if you were gonna take a disbursement, and you're under 59 and a half that they would waive that 10% penalty. So, um, Edith, you, you do need a professional in this, in this time of your life. Um, you know, so again, we, we've got time on our calendar. If you'd like to come in and meet with one of my advisors here, uh, the number is 844-832-7469. That's 844-TFA-SHOW. All right. I mean, again, that, that that can be a little confusing for folks, that whole 401k, moving it out, all of that. And that's something that you do every day, day in, day out, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, not yep, a, not a huge deal for you. Yeah, that's your, that's your job. Uh, all right. Michael's in San Antonio, and he says, I found a bank that has a 5% CD rate for an 18-month CD. I was debating whether I should throw some of my savings into this. What do you think? I mean... If if you want to, fine. Can you make more than five percent in eighteen months on the institutional side? Yes. So okay. I mean, I, I we have better rates. We have better options. We'd love to be able to show it to you. Um, you know, again, the CD rates are higher than they've been historically, um, but they're not even they're not high enough. Sure. Right? And well, so, what's an alternative? So we have different tools like um, a structured note, and those are bank products, um, and you know they allow you to get as much as one percent a month, and so now you're getting twelve you percent know, a year. Um, those are just a little different than a CD, but um, that definitely could beat out the five percent rate in eighteen months. Um, so you know, it, long term, there's there's really great rates in the insurance space um, that, you know, again, if you are willing to go longer than 18 months and those rates are amazing right now um, that you can have in the, the life insurance or the, and we're, this is talking about life insurance as an investment tool. A lot of people think that life insurance is an expense, but um, for our higher net worth clients, they, they realize that it's actually an investment tool because you can make money on your money from this insurance company and get safely get really great rates as well as in the fixed index annuity space those rates are really great right now the rates in the fixed index annuity space or the hybrid annuity i have not seen them like this since 2010. oh wow um and so it's just really 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 phenomenal rates and so again that's, that's kind of a wake-up call for folks to say all right uh, maybe we need to talk about these things yeah, I feel like people are, are so scared to make a move because they think, well, the, if the banks are failing, what am I going to do with my money? Right. But um, you said it so well at the beginning. It's yeah. that's, that's not the kind of bank that's it was. Yeah. So, again, but, I mean, 
that doesn't change that I hear that quite often from people. <laughs> <laughs> well, sure. Um, so it's just about being educated about the different options and, and really that's know that when you come in for an appointment here, we're not looking to sell you something. I mean, I feel like 90% of our time is educating people and then the other 10% is servicing the accounts. Yep. So, um, anyways, it, it, you know, it's an opportunity, Michael, to come in, see what else is out there, things that you're not going to find just Googling on the internet. All right. Uh, let's see. we got time for more here. Let's go to Lisa in New Braunfels. Uh, she's wondering, should I be contributing to my 401k or Roth 401k? My employer offers both, and I currently contribute 4% to the Roth 401k and 3% to my 401k. Should I go full Roth? Currently, I make $135,000 per year, heaven, and anticipate that going up yearly. All right, Lisa. Um, well, I would... I would definitely put as much as what the match is for both accounts. And then I would max out the Roth if you can spare the dollars. And if you do have any additional money you can set aside, then I would put it into the traditional 401k. So that would be my order of investment recommendations. Um, the second thing we want to look at is how is your, you know, what are your investment options within those accounts, right? Um, saving is one thing, but we want to also be able to grow the money. So that's something we can help you, you know, walk you through Lisa, be able to show you how to maximize those savings. But on a short end, just to jump to your, the answer, I would go to the match, max the Roth, then max the traditional. All right. Uh, very good. The, uh, let's see, let's do one more quick one here. Andrew is in Goliath. And Andrew says, if, I, if you apply for Social Security three months before you're eligible, as I've been advised to do, mm -hmm. and you decide not to collect it, how hard is it to back out? It's not hard. You just go back through the website, the, so, the SSA.gov, um, and you can, you know, change your elections. Um, the government has, has uh, really made a big push that people use the ssa.gov um, website to do everything. Um, there's some some social security offices that aren't even taking appointments anymore. They they don't do any in-person appointments. And, you know, maybe they'll set up a phone appointment with you, but they really push for you to do everything online. So no matter what your age is, um, you need to go ahead and go to the ssa.gov website and register so you can monitor your payments in because, again, if you don't monitor it, your employer's paying it in, but if you don't double-check their math and make sure that the money went into the Social Security, it'd be really hard to chase them down 10 years later, right? So for those not taking Social Security, those taking Social Security, you've got to have the ssa.gov set up. Okay. That, and again, the, the SSA.gov, that website, they have done a remarkable job, in my opinion, of, of making it so user-friendly and, and informative that, you know, yeah, it just makes sense. Yeah. So, and if you have any trouble, um, my advisors are very educated on that, uh, you know, the different options within the website. We can help you set that up as well. So, you know, again, these are really great questions. We love our questions, but there's so much more we can do when you come in and have a one-on-one -on -one with one of the advisors here at Texas Financial Advisory. So take it, take that opportunity. There is no cost for that consultation. Um, the number here is 844-832-7469. That's 844-TFA-SHOW. Um, or you can visit the website, texasfinancialadvisory.com. 
Sounds great, Brooklyn. And again, it's always a pleasure to talk with you and to be here at one of my favorite hours of the week. And uh, again, I appreciate all of, the, all of your input and, and certainly your knowledge. Well, thanks so much, Steve. And with that, we will call the show done and come back next week with new topics and questions and more right here on the Texas... Investment advisory services offered to Queen Bee Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Brooklyn Chandler Willie provides general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and is not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Queen Bee Advisors LLC. By contacting Queen Bee Advisors LLC, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.